We're back, Paul. I know. I'm so sorry. I I really to am you too. and to everyone involved. I got to <laughs> tell you, dude. I should have said this privately, but um, your photos from that trip were excellent. I, they were good enough that I showed my wife, and I and I said, "You just got to look at these pictures. They're great. Like they really came out nice." You know what else is great, Paul? This message from our sponsor today. Today's podcast is brought to you by our friends over at Some Paris. Did you know that Active Directory is exploited in 9 out of 10 cyber attacks? Once cyber criminals control your Active Directory, it is game over. With access to Active Directory, attackers can gain control of your entire network, and if AD goes down, business comes to a halt. And it's not just on-premises Active Directory that's under attack. Cyber criminals are targeting Azure Active Directory too. Attackers can gain entry in the cloud and move to on-premises identity systems or vice versa. To keep threat actors out, you need to find and fix Active Directory security gaps. Meet Purple Knight, your ally in defending against adversaries trying to breach your hybrid Active Directory environment. Purple Knight is a free Active Directory security assessment tool built by Semperis identity experts. With Purple Knight, you can spot Active Directory vulnerabilities before attackers do. Purple Knight scans your hybrid environment for hundreds of indicators of exposure or compromise in both on-premises Active Directory and Azure AD. Purple Knight gives you an overall security score and prioritizes remediation guidance for fixing AD security vulnerabilities. Ready to reduce your Active Directory attack surface? Download Purple Knight, the number one Active Directory security vulnerability assessment tool. Yep. Oh, wrong button there. Wrong button there. But yes, the uh, yeah, we're back. I mean, it's the photos were fun. It was it was it was a great trip. Mostly, mostly hiccup free, I would say. Got a little nervous about you guys on the way home. Um, yeah, so like we got out there, flight out honestly was great. Like we got to our rental car, it was great. We got mm -hmm. over to Zion, uh, we stayed in the park. It, it all went exceedingly well. We got yep. if there's one one thing we got really lucky on, it was the weather. Mm -hmm. Like we were we planned this trip, not unbeknownst to us, like 24 hours ahead of bad weather at every location. Right. So we were at Zion. It was cold. But there's a difference between cold when the sun is shining on you and cold right. when there's overcast. So Zion every day was like roughly the lows were in the mid-20s, highs were in the upper 40s. So morning you're bundled up, by the afternoon you're shedding layers sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. We leave Zion and it snows and rains. We get to <laughs> Bryce. Now Bryce was got dumped on like much of Utah. They legitimately had four feet of snow on the ground up there. Wow. So we couldn't do everything in the park. But what we could do is, like, I bought uh, crampons, like, legit crampons you yeah, put on your boots. Yeah, yeah. And it was perfect. Like, we were able to get out. There were trails from other people there. As long as you stayed on them, it was perfect. And you could go out just kind of out in the back country, and it was just you and your thoughts and probably some bears that were looking at us thinking, right. man, there's some warm food. Stray coyote looking for a little snack. And then we leave Bryce, and it snows. And then yeah. we get to Capitol Reef, and it is, no joke, 60 degrees. Perfect. We, we hike all day at Capitol Reef. We go to bed because we stay there. We wake up the next morning, about eight inches of snow on the ground. Wow. And then we leave there and drive over to Death Valley. And Death Valley is always... So you saw enormously more snow on this one-week trip than you did all winter. Oh, yeah. Easily. Easily. Yeah. Interesting. And then, uh, yeah. So then we were flying what Paul was alluding to a little bit there. So we leave lost... We, Vegas was the hub. We flew in, in and okay. out of there, but no direct home unless we wanted to take a red eye, which I'm not doing, yep. uh, especially with a kid. 
So we have a, a 6 a.m. flight out of Vegas to Salt Lake City. And mm-hmm. we were like, great. And then uh, 11 o'clock from Salt Lake City home. We As we're flying there, my mom texts me because Delta, free Wi-Fi for everybody. And she's like, uh, your connection plane just got canceled. I'm like, what? Yeah. What would you know the reason? Was it weather related? So, so yes and no. It was the foundation was weather related, but that's not why specifically our flight was canceled. Mm-hmm. So, anybody who lives in the U.S. knows that some really bad storms came through the Midwest yesterday yeah. or uh, Friday. I'm all screwed up on my days. Friday, yeah, yeah something like that. <laughs> yeah, you can take a take a lot get in line behind that one. Yeah, but yeah. Anyway, <laughs> and what happened yeah. was, is the plane coming to Salt Lake City to take us home was coming from Philadelphia, and they couldn't get out because of the storms, and so there was no crew to actually fly the plane. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't think it was bad in Philadelphia per se. Well, we had actually maybe that's it was not it true. was bad enough that it screwed up. But the thing, the saving grace of all this, Paul, was that because we took such an early flight. Yeah. We were able to scramble over to the Delta desk and we found a nice lady and she was very sympathetic. And, and thankfully, which they, long story short, they just put us on the same flight for the next day. There were, there were enough seats on the plane. Yeah. But thankfully, and, and I'll give Delta some credit for this, without even asking whatever else, they said, here's a list of hotels. Please pick one. We'll book you for the night. Wow. And then they gave us $180. Nice. A, yeah. a, a temporary use credit card. It only lasted for two days. I said, this should cover your food and meals and any any little wow. things that you might need. Uh, but be aware that it only lasts like 36 yeah. hours or something like nice. that. That's great. And we got on it. Now, where we got now we got lucky is like, you're like, Brad, that doesn't sound so bad. Well, unbeknownst to us, we met three other families that we knew in that airport who had also taken spring break trips out west and they were all coming back that doesn't even make sense that's funny well it kind of does because that's the that's the only direct to cincinnati from like that area (laughs) come on okay but so like let's as an example if you went to lax if you went to seattle if you went anywhere they would fly you to salt lake city to get the direct yeah okay and so all of our friends that we met they're like oh no we got screwed uh, they couldn't get onto our flight because we got there early enough. And then we walked by right. that Delta desk and it was like three to four hours long. Like, it was try all not messed to brag, up. Try not to brag. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Like um, one of our friends had to go from C- Salt Lake City to Boise, Idaho to it was like Memphis and then home. Like it was. Yeah. Uh, United tried to do that to us one time in Mexico. We They were like, uh, I think it was Seattle, Chicago. Newark and I was like, no, we yeah. had we paid for business class direct seats. We're getting those. Yeah, <laughs> you know. But uh, we so I'm not gonna remember the timing of this, but the storm that maybe impacted you must have been the storm. There was a morning here where there was like this this thunder, like you get that classic thunder and lightning yeah. thing, right? And you know, like once a year, and uh, it was rumbling through this area. It, it, it was just nonstop. It was like, boom, 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 you know, like this. But there was a crack of thunder right over us. I have never heard thunder that loud in my life. And I stood 20 feet away from a lightning strike, as you may recall. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was the, it was so loud. It was like the end of times loud. Yeah. Like, it was crazy. So maybe that was the storm. I'm pretty sure it was. And then was it really windy? It was the wind that yeah. kind of screwed things up too. And Yeah. I don't think it was as bad here as it was in other places, but, um, but yes, it was very windy. Yeah. 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 So Hmm. trip is over. We all survived. Yep. No, the pictures look great. Looks like you guys had a good time. 
It was. It was. Zion is still my probably favorite place on the planet. All the other parks are good, but it's Death Valley yeah. was the, the Death Valley was interesting. Like we went, dude, we went from eight thousand feet above sea level. Yeah, down was to that, was negative really two hundred, or maybe it's like negative eight hundred feet or whatever. The air yeah. feels like soup when you go from like that elevation change. You're like, it's like this is like right. clam chowder. Like, That's funny. Well, I've been through there. I, I, I don't think it's just. Did. I don't think we spent any time there. I mean, you just kind of feel like you're down, and then you're like, you can't. We can't get any lower, and then you just keep like. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like this well, podcast. It is called can't Death get any Valley lower for a reason, Brad. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> Anyway, so a lot happened last week. I'm still trying to figure out how to get into Teams 2.0 or whatever yep. they're calling okay, it. I can't. I can't get into Loop. I can't get. So when Loop first came out, mm-hmm. uh, there was this big thing about how if you had a commercial account, here are the instructions and blah, blah, blah. And I couldn't figure it out. But that day, I got into Loop with my Microsoft account. So I thought, yeah. well, I'm good. And I, I can't get in anymore. Oh. doesn't matter what I do. Like I can't, it won't let me in. I actually created a couple little documents and stuff just to kind of tr- play with it. And now I can't get back. So teams 2.0 actually, I haven't even tried, but I would like to, I would like to figure that out. You know, not that honestly back end stuff, you know, blah, I get it. I get mm-hmm. it. I, I mean, I don't, to me, that's not the issue with teams. Like I, it's the UX kind of terribleness stuff. I'm curious if they fixed any of that, but. We'll I'm not going to hold my breath for that one. I know. I know. I don't want to get too excited about it. But. I, keep, I mean, RAM usage is supposed to be the big one. Yeah, but I, don't, I have 32 gigs of RAM. I don't care. I know. <laughs> you know whatever. I know. Like, yeah, I, I paid for the RAM. Use yeah, the RAM. I wanna, yeah, exactly. Use it. <laughs> Squeeze it like a lemon. Yeah. Uh, the other interesting thing that's popping through, and I don't think it impacts me yet, but it, mm-hmm. at some point it will. Google suddenly limiting 5 million files per user for their premium storage yeah, service. without saying anything about it. Yeah. Um, it, that's definitely going to impact me eventually from a photos perspective. Yep. I mean, we probably took a, a million photos last week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people did the math on this one. It's like, well, hold on a second. You get, I mean, I get like a terabyte. You can buy more. You can buy multiple terabytes from them. So let's just pretend you have a terabyte. It's like how many files, how big would an average file have to be for you to hit the 5 million limit? It's mm. small, but, you know, it, it's it's attainable, and people are certainly hitting it. So I don't know what's going on there. It's almost like cloud storage isn't free for them or something. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and then Microsoft actually also, if I remember correctly, recently made a change that your Outlook uh, storage yeah. now counts against your OneDrive right. storage. Yeah, you know, I get it. Like I get it, but like, why now? If you uh, you probably know this. They they, they probably have an e uh, like um an interface somewhere in OneDrive.com or whatever mm-hmm. where you can just see those files, because honestly, if it's a bunch of attachments from work from like 1997, yeah, I mean maybe it's time to start culling that stuff, you know, because you don't think when you don't when it's not like your responsibility, you don't really think about it. Um, maybe you'll start thinking about it now that it's part of your allotment. I don't know. Yeah, and then the other headline that I read while I was gone and just didn't read the story, read the nor- read the noise. First read off, noise, let me explain yeah. something. If you want to get away from the internet, national parks are a great place to do it because there is zero connectivity. Like just right. not even the Zion where we stayed at, they advertised that they had Wi-Fi at the lot. They did not have Wi-Fi at the lodge. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. it was if you held your phone in the cardinal direction and stood on one foot with it sure. cross bent like a flamingo, then you might get half a meg down. <laughs> um, 
But the team's anyway, rooms coming to Surface Hub 2S, this seems like a headline from, I, got, I don't know, 1998. So what you missed with that story was Microsoft wrote this blog post that mm -hmm. was the most inaccurate, poorly written thing ever. And it was it was so bad. As I was writing it, I, I actually rewrote it three times because I'm reading what they said. And I'm like, okay. And it, what it made it sound like was, well, and you may know, you may remember the history of this. I bet most people don't, but... You know, Surface Hub 2S was this thing they did because 2X was taking so long to come out and people already had these devices and they were like, all right, we're going to bring this operating system to this 55 and 82 inch screen, you know, and okay, great. And then the pandemic happened Yeah. and they were like, oh crap, we have these really expensive collaborative displays and no one's collaborating in person because they're all at home. So they allowed people with these displays or companies, I guess to install Windows 10 Home or Pro, I'm sorry, Pro or Enterprise. And uh, then it would just turn it into like a computer and then you could use Teams and Whiteboard and everything. It would work fine. Well, now people are collaborating again. So they're like, they have this thing called Teams Rooms OS, and uh, which Teams Rooms and then Teams Rooms Pro were these things that kind of came up in the wake of the pandemic. And what they're going to, so I'll just tell you what they are going to do rather than what they wrote, because what they are going to do is if you have one of these devices, switch to Teams Rooms Pro. In fact, I think you have to by the end of the year or something. And, um, you know, there's a per-month license, but I guess it was a per-month per month license on everything Surface Hub related anyway. Mm -hmm. So it's like 10 bucks a screen or something. I don't know. And um, there's going to be a new version of Surface Hub 2S, I believe also in 55 and 82-inch sizes, coming out this sometime later this year. And those new versions will have this, that Teams Rooms OS on them. Are they going to rotate? Can, Remember. I mean, they can rotate. I don't know how, if your wall will support it. <laughs> <laughs> Violently enough. Yeah. No, I mean, this is not that awesome one, right? The 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 2X, the one that was on the easel, mm -hmm. where you could put two or three or whatever next to each other and create a, a bigger display. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was probably, I, I just based on the way things went down, I assumed that that time we went hands-on with that device was probably build 2019. <laughs> And oh that God. you might be right. The following year, the pandemic happened, and that was the end of that. And mm -hmm. um, I don't remember. I just remember doing it, and it was San Francisco. And I remember we had to be driven over to that weird little yep. lofty place that, that it was in. But anyway, uh, lots of confusion on the Surface Hub front, I would say. Lots and lots and lots of confusion. Well, yep. Anyways, yeah. we're back for a yeah, certain so amount of time. Speak. Unlike E3, which is now officially, and nobody's yeah. surprised. I don't even know why they bothered trying. They could, they, they'd have better luck bringing back Comdex at this point. Which I would be interested in. <laughs> I, I'd be all over Comdex. I'd love Comdex. Hmm. Well, stuff like that just doesn't exist anyway. So it's, it's, it's the dream is over, dude. You know. Well, your dream doesn't have to be over, Paul, if you're talking about some Paris. Make sure to check them out. Links in the description below, and we will be back tomorrow. Are we not going to take another week off? Maybe. <laughs>